in Oksana Masters. Hello everyone, welcome to this edition of Around the Rings Radio. I'm Ed Hula. Today we're going to hear from Oksana Masters, Paralympic cyclist as well as cross-country skier in the Winter Paralympics. The 30-year-old was adopted as a child from an orphanage in Ukraine. She suffered from significant birth defects caused by radiation from the Chernobyl nuclear plant disaster in 1986, three years before she was born. Masters credits her adoptive mother with leading her to sport, first to rowing, then into skiing, and now into cycling. Masters lives in Louisville, Kentucky, where her medal count from two Summer Paralympics and two Winter Paralympics totals eight, far outpacing Louisville's most famous Olympian, Muhammad Ali, who won a single gold medal in his Olympic career. I spoke with Masters earlier this month when she was in San Francisco taking part in the launch of Team Visa. Some 70 Olympians and Paralympians from around the world are part of the team to promote their sport and the worldwide Olympic and Paralympic sponsor. I got really lucky because in Louisville, um, my mom got basically connected with the Louisville Adapted Rowing Club, and that's where I first found out about adaptive sports. At that time, it was called adaptive sports instead of parasport is now the new terminology. Um, and yeah, at first I didn't want to do it just because it was called adapted, and I had just because I was missing legs, I didn't think I felt like it, I needed to do something that's called specifically for adapted athletes. Um, but then I listened to my mom after she was asking me over and over to just go out and try it one Saturday, and then I'll stop asking you. And so I did, and I fell in love with that program. That literally, the World Adapted Rowing Club is basically made me realize my how much passion I have for sports and gave me that first little taste of success at the local races there. And then um, <laughs> I don't think it's pretty – I think in the Paralympic-wise, it's more common to see athletes transition from sport to sport more so than the Olympic athletes. Just because as a Paralympic athlete, you rely so much on your upper body and you know yourself a space. And so um, the biggest deal – I guess the biggest worry there is just overuse because you do rely only on one muscle group that you use to propel yourself, which is like your arms and your upper body. And so injuries are probably higher. But, um, yeah, I've definitely been very indecisive in my sport, for sure. (laughs) So you don't row anymore, is that right? Have you stopped rowing? Yeah, I had an injury at the 2013 World Championships for rowing in South Korea. Um, that basically put me out rowing at that level of at that level of racing. But then you became a skier. Yeah, it was literally my life has been like the right place, right time kind of. I don't know, just saying because yeah, I was at an event for rowing, and somebody was overheard. I wanted to try a winter sport, and I wanted to try skiing, downhill skiing. Because I really loved the goggles and the outfits and thought they were badass. And that's what I thought I was going to be trying. And I was invited for a Nordic camp instead, um, which I fell in love with. It was not a smooth transition, nor was I successful <laughs> the first couple of balls proved it. But, yeah, it was, yeah, transition to skiing after that. 
yeah, you won uh, the first medals for the United States in that discipline in the uh, in the Paralympics. Yeah, it was a twenty good draft for that. That was cool. And then next year it's going to be uh, cycling. Is that right in Tokyo? Yeah. So I was able to. I competed in cycling before in Rio in twenty sixteen, and I was just at the podium with a fourth and a fifth place finish. And but I literally. Um, was such a baby in that sport and I didn't have a lot of experience and a lot and equipment is huge in a sport like that, which is very new for me. It wasn't just about fitness. You have to have your equipment dialed in. And um, now, yeah, I'm eyeing Tokyo 2020 because I've unfinished business from Rio that I would like to take care of. Just looking back at, at your, your sporting career from where you came, uh, you were an orphan in, Ukraine. Um, you were born with a, a number of, of, of birth defects that that really would have kept most people from from doing anything. But you've managed to prevail over these kinds of of hardships. Uh, did you ever think at that time that you could be a successful athlete? Um. No, <laughs> I definitely didn't think like that at all. I didn't really know I could be an athlete being because I never saw anyone like me on TV or anywhere I could relate to. And that was a huge thing is as a, a kid who's like a teenager, not having someone like a lot of people like they look up Michael Jordan or like Michael Fuck and stuff and they can you can see it, you can I don't know if you can see it, you can achieve it. And that's something I so I didn't know what I was able to achieve until I got into sports and one thing led to another, and um, so it's huge, and I'm like, yeah, it's just, I, I, yeah, I've never back in my life thinking back from where it came from to where I am now, and that's why I'm so passionate about working with Visa and being on Team Visa, because I want to be out there and throw someone else that's in my position that is younger, the next generation, thinking out for, like, LA 2028 20, games, and they're able to see oh, this girl doesn't have weight, or this girl is also adopted, and all these things, the opportunities, like, they can still follow their dreams if they want to be an athlete, if they want to be a businesswoman, if they want to be a doctor, whatever it is, and have someone to relate to, and um, Visa, it literally took me my fourth Paralympic Games and partnership with Visa to basically achieve my first gold medal, and um, it's just really crazy to think full circle of how much success I've had, but it's only because of the team behind me that I had. And you're able, as you say, to be a model, uh, an example for other young youngsters who are considering sport, Paralympic sport. Uh, you're, you're somebody who didn't exist when you were starting to get involved with, with Paralympic sport. Um, there, there are more and more role models such as yourself does it show the interest and support is growing for Paralympic sport? Uh, yeah, I think the Paralympic awareness is definitely growing. And companies like Visa partnering up with Paralympic athletes like myself and other athletes that are a part of Team Visa are all ways that are helping catapult the Paralympics and the Paralympic movement and wouldn't be possible without their support. Especially because Visa is like a, she's, uh, the global sponsor 
of the Olympic and Paralympic Games. They have an opportunity to showcase, and they are one of the reasons of how the Paralympics is growing so rapidly and the next generation of athletes and the competition is getting stronger and faster because because the younger athletes are coming in, everything's evolving and changing and um, because, yeah, and like, to be a small part of that for me is huge and, yeah, really excited to see the next Paralympics in Tokyo. Because, like, honestly, I think London was the biggest um, breakthrough for Paralympics and I think the next big breakthrough for the Paralympics is going to be Tokyo 2020. Have you been to Japan? Have you competed there yet? I have, but on snow. <laughs> I've not competed on snow. <laughs> so at least you've been to Japan once. So, uh, Oh, my God. And you're looking forward to going there in 2020. You've qualified for the U.S. team? Um, well, I'm on the national team now, but I haven't qualified for... We're going to have our trials. The U.S. Paralympics is holding what they're calling a super trial. Road cycling, track and field, and swimming are all going to be having their Paralympic trials for Tokyo in Minneapolis, Minnesota around June 23rd, 24th-ish. And after those events, um, they're going to announce the team, and that's when I'll officially know if I've made the team for Tokyo. And what kind of training routine do you have right now between now and then? to make the team in Tokyo. What's your life like? My life's very, uh, it's challenging because I'm also, this season, going to be competing actively in my winter sport, which is cross-country skiing and biathlon. Um, and so I'm going to be splitting a lot of, a lot of my competitors are going to be spending all those hours in a volume on bike, and I'm going to be splitting that between my winter season and the cycling season. But, both of my coaches are in communication, and so I'm going to have my Nordic training in the morning and then strength, and then I'll do cycling workouts in the afternoon. Um, and the bigger volume will kind of start in March for me. And, um, yeah, but it's going to be interesting for sure. So. Ultimate cross-training, it sounds like. Yeah, ultimate cross-training are just, just crazy. I'm not quite sure which one you want to look at it yet. You're 30 years old. Would this be, do you think, your last, last summer Paralympics? What about Beijing and the Winter Paralympics in 2022? Um, so I definitely do not think this is going to be, the Tokyo 2020 is not going to be my last, last summer game. Cycling is very unique in the, especially in the Paralympics, it, especially for a female, like your endurance just gets better and better with age. And so I feel... I have a lot more after Tokyo. I will be able to put in a lot more um, training and way more into that sport. And and I want to help grow my field of women H5 hand cycles in that sport as well. So that will not be my last one. But um, for Beijing, yes, Beijing is on my target. So right after Tokyo, my focus will switch completely to Beijing 2022. And my ultimate goal would be to have my last Paralympic Games in L.A. 2028. That's Oksana Masters, U.S. Paralympian, who's won eight medals in summer and winter Paralympics since 2012. She's planning to compete in cycling at the Tokyo 2020 Paralympics. Thanks for joining us on this edition of Around the Rings. I'm Ed Hula, your best source of news about the Olympics and Paralympics for more than 25 years is AroundTheRings.com.